Welcome to Fridays with Authenticate and Nate, where we welcome you into our living room, have a drink, and a conversation. Come on in and join us. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's Hi. Friday. It is. And <laughs> we are here. We don't know what to say because this is the first. This is first. We are here with uh, two very close friends of ours who are amazing. And their names are Dan and Vanessa Medlin, our sweet, dear friends who are awesome. And we always find ourselves with friends wanting to be more like them, right? Yes, always. That's, that Unless happens a like lot. us. Yeah. And Dan is one of the coolest guys I know. It's Vanessa true also. Um, thank you. Aww, Appreciate it. Vanessa is also one of the coolest guys I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guy in Chicago. Everyone's a guy. Everyone's Whether a you're dude. a girl or a guy. <laughs> guys. Like guys. And you're talking about a group of girls. So it's yes. <laughs> and we're excited because uh, your podcast or the podcast that you interviewed Vanessa is going to be dropping soon, correct? On Monday. Yeah. On Monday. So. She has Vanessa so shares real life, real stories, and she keeps it real all the time. So yes, yes, are so authentic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goal. It's a goal. <laughs> so uh, we invited Dan and Vanessa today because we we wanted to have. She has a bit of a defense against something that we talked about in one of our earlier episodes mm-hmm. about Encanto, I do. the movie Encanto. Yes, and I welcome it. I have a growth mindset. Yes, we have growth mindsets, so we're here to invite Vanessa, and Dan is, I'm sure, going to throw great things in into the mix, as he normally does. I'll do my best. Yeah. <laughs> Even and, though he slept through all 17 viewers. Yes, yes. That's, <laughs> okay, so Dan, we brought this up and said, hey, we're going to talk about Encanto, and, and you're like... But I thought we don't talk about Encanto. Bruno. <laughs> That's how much I know. We were sitting at the table here, which we were sitting at still, and you were like, what movie? And uh, so... Our daughter has watched it. I'm not kidding. Issa has watched it. At least... And I wasn't, like, just picking a random number. Like, probably more than 17 times, and I've watched it along with her. Wow. Half of them. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I love it. I love the movie, and that's why... I was upset <laughs> when I heard you okay. not feeling it. Um, I like felt like I got to text them because I yes. don't think they're viewing it from the perspective that it was meant yes. to be viewed. And so I had to talk to you about it. Yeah, and we, we texted each other. <laughs> yes. and, I, and to keep like podcast integrity, I was like, okay, we, we're not going to discuss what we're going to discuss right now. Absolutely. I, I said, I suspect that our, our reasons for not liking it are not the reasons that you love it, but we're not going to talk about it. We don't talk about Bruno. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's still in that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bruno. But if we can take a side sidebar here, and I, I can relate to Dan when we talk about sleeping during movies, especially kids shows, <laughs> which our kids watch. You're faithful, Kate, with with staying awake. And yes. faithful too. We mm-hmm. watched Gravity Falls. Have you guys ever watched Gravity Falls? Yes, my kids love that oh, show. Oh, they it's love it. It's Absolutely love it. And we love it too. There, I, I kid you not, there's some sort of sleep study going on with Gravity Falls <laughs> for males because I'm gone every, I don't think there's a single episode I've made I bet made he doesn't even know the show we're talking about. It's a cartoon, right? Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know what okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He knows exactly what you're, you're talking about. You're showing me out today. Yeah. <laughs> They, they watch that with the little country blues or greens or no, whatever. Big city greens. Big yeah, city yeah. Watch they watch that, that and big city funny. greens. Yeah, the, yeah, I love big city greens. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, so why don't we dive right into Encanto. Kate and I did refresh her memory, if you didn't hear. We we didn't super love the, the movie. Um, we thought it was kind of random and spastic, and uh, the, the, the music moved so fast that we almost felt like we couldn't grasp what was being talked about or said. It just seemed like very random. Um, there's a kid drinking coffee through it, which is strange. Um, but, but that's not the reason why we didn't like it. What, what's some of the other... Oh, oh, I likened it to uh, these people are the the elites in society. And, um, oh, gosh. The, the, uh, the townsfolks are serfs. The towns townspeople are serfs who serve the elites and, that have special powers. And, like, as as we're going through the movie, I'm, like, going through this whole thing. If people can see my face right now. No. I'm sorry. You said at one point, you're like, just wait. The townspeople are going to come rebuild the house. And then, like, there was a whole... The next scene. They're rebuilding the house. I'm like, of course. The the elites, the the money grabbers, they 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 run into the the tough times. And then suddenly the the town folks are there. The serfs are there to take them out of of their their, uh, predicament. But anyways, it did seem kind of random to us. And the music, which we normally like by that Lin guy. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Thank you. I which I was shouting as I was walking. I'm so well, sorry. I couldn't yes. come up so. My mother actually texted it to me. It was Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm like, thanks. I already know that now, Mom. I was like, I, I was like Lin-Manuel Miranda! <laughs> yelling as I'm Hamilton, walking. Hamilton. So in real time, this podcast, you've been able to correct me right now that, yes. when yes. I couldn't remember that name. Yes. Lifetime. So, anyways, we liked Hamilton a good bit. <laughs> Especially we did. the that more was also very long. the thousand times that our kids listened to that, as we, we said before. We learned a lot of history. And Mojita Moana, we I absolutely he love Moana, and yes. and so Vanessa and Dan, uh, Dan, you're like what movie? <laughs> Dan fell asleep again. Hey, the positive thing of that is it gives me a good sleep. So yeah, that's, that's right. why I, I that's uh, important. We can talk about sleep sometimes. I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy that movie for that reason. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> So, Vanessa is the only woman standing. Vanessa, <laughs> right. uh, right. I, I don't want to come at this as we are opposed, um, but we walked away thinking like random, weird, you know, and you have a very different perspective. So we're super curious to hear your perspective. But her perspective is important because she's Hispanic. Yes. So and that's that why is, we let, didn't mention that though. Her, that's why it's so important. I'm sure she's That's why, it. like, and that's what I love about you guys is I be, because I feel like we're really open to talking about things that are different or we have different perspective at times and we like for example i was like no way i'm texting them right now because no they need to know <laughs> the right perspective to view this or a different perspective to view it and they will possibly change their minds okay, and so the reason that like viewing that movie um and for people who don't know me which is probably obviously people listening is I grew up in a blended family my dad's white uh, like total mixed and my mom is Mexican and so when and I grew up in a like my family was very heavily like I don't know how to describe this but like my rearing was raised very much like with the Mexican piece Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. like you know there's a matriarch Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so my nanny obviously was mm-hmm. the matriarch. And then there's my mom and her siblings. And literally, my mom's family trumped for all holidays usually. So, like, even though I had a grandma and other aunts on my dad's side, holidays were usually spent with 
my mom's family. And we would gather for holidays with my dad's family, but not on those days. So it's like my mom very much then was the matriarch of I our like it. Family. I can get behind that. Well, and you know what? I did too because I love Mexican food. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, so, I've had some of it. Anyways, so there, like that is, like I was raised really heavily Mexican. It's how I would describe it to people. Um, so when I watched, and like, and I, the very first time I saw Encanto, I had taken um, Issa and Isaac, who are our kids, and I took two of their friends along. And we watched it in the theater. And literally from the minute I watched it, I loved it. Partly because... That is, like, if you want to know what it's like to live in a Latino family, like, that's that movie. Like, Wait, there is a birth Latino order. Latino families have special powers? Latino family yes. have birth order. So, Luisa, who feels like she is, t- so, like, yes. obviously in the movie, she's, like, this physical specimen, but that is literally, like, a manifestation of the, like, stress and mm. expectation that oh, the wow. oldest feels. I'm the oldest, so that's why literally from the minute I was like, holy crap, this movie is like hitting home, you know, so, and I'm watching this, and then, you know, birth order does matter, and you do play a role, and also, like, you also have to view it from, like, with that family, there's that trauma, like, grandma, Mm -hmm. the matriarch Mm -hmm. experienced that trauma of having her husband died, and she's left to raise these three babies on her own because she has been chased out of where she lives from war. Now, that is not my family's experience, obviously, but as a family who, like, literally, like, my mom was, like, the only Mexican family in the neighborhood at the time, or one of, like, very few. Like, there are these things that matter, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, there is this, like, there's these generational hardships that, like, you don't talk about. So it's funny. Like, they don't talk about Bruno, but, like, literally Mexican people don't talk about anything. And I'm sure, and it's not just Mexicans. Like, I will tell you, like, one of the things I did was after seeing the movie, I got online and I was like, who else is looking at this like I am? Or am I the only, like, odd one that really feels like I saw my life and my family in this story? Oh, no. Look it up. Like, people are blowing up. They literally felt so connected. Like, they were talking about their families. Okay? I love that. So, like, there is this, like, there's a lot of unspoken things. And those are the things that create, like, Mm. that dysfunction that, like, may not be radically dysfunctional, like, like an addiction, perhaps. Although that can be Mm -hmm. there, too. But just those generational things that, like, people don't want to talk about. But they really affect the way you're being brought up. They affect your relationships against each other. So, like, I'm watching Encanto, and I just, the whole time I'm thinking in my head while I'm watching this with the kids, it's like, Mirabelle has the best gift of all. Mirabelle broke, like, that dysfunction in her family. She was the one who had the most powerful gift of all. She brought her family together. Like, she wasn't afraid to speak the truth. She wasn't afraid to authentically stand in who she was. And she brought everyone together. Like, she broke that cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I wanted to, like, test, like, did my kids see this? And, of course, Isaac, like, is a man of few words. And Mary Bell is the, the lead character. Yes. Okay. Um, the adorable with the, like, yes. chin-length hair and the glasses and yes. the curly bouncy. And her family said she didn't have a gift. And right. that's why this whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, no. You are she so She has the best gift. So and then cute. I ask Isa. So we're driving home, and Isa's like, oh, no, Mom. Mirabelle had a gift. I was like... Oh Tell me, Isa, what gift did you think Mirabelle had? Because mommy thinks so too. And she's like, Mirabelle like united her family. And she's like, that's a gift. And she knew her family really deeply. Like, cause she brought up the scene where little, um, the little guy 
who gets the gift of the animals. Yes. She said, Mirabelle knew that, like, she sort of, she predicted he was getting animals. Because remember, she made him the little stuffy of the tiger or whatever it was. And I was like, yes, Issa, yes, she knew her, like, family deeply. You know what I mean? And, like, she maybe was unsure of who she was or she felt like just kind of outcasted always Mm -hmm. because she didn't have a gift or you know she was the one standing up and that like I mean because that's what's hard like when you decide you were going to break whatever dysfunction or the generational dysfunction because that's hard you have to set boundaries and I will tell you right now Latino Latino families don't like boundaries you can ask my husband because he married me, and he knows the experience with that, which that's probably a whole other podcast for a different day, but like, yeah. literally, that's a deal, and so it's like, I don't know, like, just, I resonated so much with all of it, from like, one of the siblings having all of the pressure put on them, or even the pressure of having to do things right and perfect, like, you know, or being who they expect you to be, like, which was Isabella's. I think that was the sister, the mm-hmm. beautiful sister who oh, right. was yes, oh, yes. surrounded by flowers, but she really wanted yes. to make some prickly cactuses. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and then this is what I laughed about too, because I was the whole time I'm watching. I'm like, if someone in their family cannot identify Bruno, then they may be Bruno in their family. Ooh. Like as a Latino family, like if you don't, if you can't easily name who Bruno is, then you might be Bruno That's and not good. realize it. That's <laughs> but good. I really thought about, and one of the things I loved about them. Wanting to talk about Bruno is because that's another thing. In, like, Latino families, like, we don't talk about mental um, health. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, going for therapy or maybe being medicated for whatever Mm. you're struggling with at the time. And I really thought they did that in, like, a kid-friendly way Mm. or a way to, like, open up. I just loved how they did the whole movie because it opened up this wide range of discussion for families who really are the generation where we are trying to break certain dysfunction or some of those things that you want to do better for your generation, your children. They talked about it and said, I thought it was fun. And I know the music is spastic, but I think that was part of the fun. (laughs) You know, and why, I mean, and let's not forget that song is so catchy. So like as spastic as it was. It is. It's catchy, and you can make all kinds of parodies out of, yes, we don't talk can. about Bruno, yes, right? Because yes, we yes, did before we yes, even started the podcast. Yes. But, yep. like, there's just so much richness mm-hmm. that I absolutely dove into from the minute we started, because I'm like, that is, holy crap, that's my thing. It makes so like, much more sense You know now. what I mean? Or just, yes. Yep. And so I'm challenging you. Go back and watch, watch it again. from that perspective, yes. and then see if you feel slightly different about it. Because I think you'll be watching then for or processing those hard things because like kids have a hard time understanding. Like as a kid, I could never identify that I felt like I was um, the one having things put on me all the Mm -hmm. time, right? Mm -hmm. But once I reached an adult and I went out into the world and I met people whose maybe families were not dealing with these kinds of issues, like you're like, holy crap, like something's up in my family what is it and like where is my role and I learned like yeah I was the one you know I was an enabler of sorts um for my younger sister at times um and just even in the family and so like you're I was watching that movie completely like holy crap and Hmm. so you'll read if you go on social media or whatever and you start reading like 
there are so many people that are like, yep, that's me. That was my family role. And this was my family role. And I was so-and-so. And that was my role. And, like, just they blew it out into the open, which, again, because we don't talk about these things. Mm. They blew it out mm. in the open, and that's what I love about it. And the fact that my 11-year-old could articulate well, what she so saw smart. is a beautiful thing. Oh, thanks. Is yeah. Manuel Mexican? No, he's not Mexican, but he's Latino. I couldn't he's tell okay. you. Okay. Yeah. I don't he also know wrote what in the Heights, Latino. which I have Yes, and I took my so boys good? when we were house parents, my senior high guys. I took them to see in the Heights at Hershey, and we laughed so hard because, do you remember Isaiah? Oh, it was that long ago? Oh, yeah. It came oh, wow. out. Um, they did the production. It was new at the time. They okay. did it in Hershey for like three nights. I took a small group of my oh, guys, wow. and we laughed so hard because they were like, Mrs., we're the only like not white people in the theater right now. And I said, <laughs> that's okay. Like, I promise you, this mo- this this production is for you. Like, just awesome. don't worry about who you're sitting around. Like, we're just going to... Watch this, and we're gonna walk away from it, and you're gonna love it. And they were like, "Okay, Mrs." But they did. But yes, he wrote that, and yes, it was amazing. Like, so yeah. So that was just my thank you. That's why I wanted you to just watch Encanto again from a different perspective. Okay, done, (laughs) done. And I will write a paper. So the (laughs) the things that we're missing, and and we had no context for it, was really the character development, the the dynamics of the family. Yes, and and the the characters and the roles that that is so typical, I guess. Yes. Which okay. you don't understand if you don't, well, first of all, if right. that's not your background and if sure. you don't, not like Dan married into it. So poor guy well, just. It'd be learn. like Encanto being about the uh, an Amish family. We'll call sure. It. Absolutely. Like that if you didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there you knows, go. Right? But yes, like just, yes. It's like, called so. Jebediah. Wow. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but there would be a lot of stuff that we just wouldn't get. But the writer and the, the people who are working on it, and even the actress, um, I forget her name, she's in um, Brooklyn, Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah, she's fantastic and completely different like than the, the character she plays. But interesting. That's really cool to know. Okay. Thank yeah. you for enlightening us. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. And as I suspected, the things we didn't care for were not the, those things necessarily because right. we, we didn't have that context, but yeah. It, it's funny how you uh, open up the other side of the, or the see through the door, or open up the door and go through. Just like Narnia. That's right. Really. Yeah. There's a lamp on the she other side. She opened up the wardrobe. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come with any little literary allegories? I don't know. I'll okay. stop. Okay, so Dan, you coming from, you know, white American, pretty much awesome, like all on your own, just because you're Dan. Dan the man. Dan the man. Yeah. That's right. Anyways, you come into this Hispanic family. She she referenced how, how different that might have been from your experience. Uh-huh. What, <laughs> what are some of the things that you came into? You're like, what the frick's going on? <laughs> I felt like that with your family. Huh. <laughs> well, that's, anyway, that, that's, that's not another cultural. That's, okay. Back to you. Well, I, I do remember, uh, like Vanessa said, how uh, her grandmother was like the Matriarchy. Yeah, the hierarchy there. Um, Because I was just like, why is everybody always like, you know, just doing what she says or (laughs) just like, you know, she gives a look, they know what's going on, you know, what she wants. Yeah, I really picked up on that quick. Was grandfather around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Until what, Isaac he, died. So, I mean, he was around what, a really he, long time. I mean, until Isaac was born. Yeah. Sorry. It's like, your grandfather's <laughs> name was Isaac, no. too? My grandpa died. Pa died the year Isaac was born. Okay. So, he was around for 
But when I got time. to ma- meet him, though, he has, was battling oh, uh, dementia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, oh, okay. He, uh, he, he always told me the same stories over and over. and But, it, I mean, definitely the grandmother was the one that was guiding everything. But and, she was like that before uh, dementia. Okay. Like, that's, yeah. yeah, that's just the way life worked. Um, <laughs> one of the things that, that really spun my head was... Um, they can sit there and just be talking and all of a sudden just go off on each other and then they'll just be starting like, like angry? Yeah. Like <laughs> just it's like blah, 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 blah. and then they're just like, Oh, I love you Like oh, within a one eighty within like that. And I'm like, What just happened here? <laughs> you know, so That's and it it just uh you true. you could see that like several times throughout you know, the evening if we were at a party or something okay. like that. Is dinner loud? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Very loud? <laughs> yeah. All the time. All the time. Yeah, and uh, mostly from, like, the women. The women are louder than the men. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, they, and the, a lot of just talking and sharing and stuff, so. So Dan and Vanessa I, have two beautiful kids, Isaac and Issa, uh, Isabella. I always call Isabel. it. I know. It's Isabel, but I, he I always... Her, he I always, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sure she loves it. Regardless, how does that translate... Like, your dinners, do you see any of that in, like, from your kids? Yeah. Or are they... I mean, they seem pretty soft-spoken. Wait, no. Oh. Well... Maybe around us I mean, our house. Kate and I, I are convinced that say... your kids are absolutely perfect. Yes. They don't do any okay, wrong. Okay, see, they, they come over and hang out, I'm like... See, I need to have, like, a camera on them so you can see <laughs> what they're like. Lisa they're so good when her. she comes over. But, okay. no, like, yeah, Mike, I mean, Isaac can get loud. Issa is... She's loud. I feel like, in general, we're kind of I don't, loud. Our I don't think, like, loud? our family, our personal family, is as strong of a of a background that Vanessa grew up in. Okay. Like, I think it's a good balance between her mm-hmm. family and our family because, yeah. or my family, my family wasn't as uh, loud. We were more of just like, you know, watch the TV, maybe grunt at each other because it raised my mom and my dad and three boys, you know, yeah. so. Easy going. Um, yeah. In Michigan? Just, no, in Chicago. Chicago, yeah, that's yeah. right. Just outside of Chicago. Yeah. You're suburb, not from Chicago. Suburb of Chicago. Ooh. Oh. So. Oh. Okay. Let's not unpack it's that. Different. Right it's different. It's yeah. different. Okay. I can't say I'm from Chicago because she'll go Chicago on me. <laughs> yeah. so he's from Aurora. We don't talk about Aurora, Chicago. Yeah. If you're not Western. from Chicago, you don't talk about, about Chicago. But no, yeah, they they can they can go at it with each other mostly. It's you know just they they know. Well, and the boundary thing too. I think it's a cultural thing at times. Oh, yeah. you get kisses. Get a lot of kisses. Oh, oh yeah. affectionate. But I meant boundary as in, like, we really struggled when we were first married because, like, my mom wanted to be in our business. Mm. And I didn't know better, right? Mm-hmm. Because right, my right. mom was in my business yeah. all the her time. Her mom was in her business. Correct. Yeah. Or, yes. you know, like, just being in the business and almost, like, wanting to be controlling to mm. an extent. And so, like, we had really lots of hash outs mm-hmm. as I learned like yeah some of this isn't really healthy right like mm-hmm. we don't have some healthy boundaries in place but I need to set some healthy boundaries for the sake of our having yes. a healthy marriage yes. mm-hmm. and that was really rough well one of the and... biggest ones was she grew up Catholic and I grew up uh, Baptist you know and 
she was wanting us to have like a, a wedding that was more Catholic when mm. we got married where Vanessa kind of went to church with me and she was kind of switching over you know and I remember that was one of the contentions is I was like you know you can tell your mom like that's not for you and her mom was really upset because it wasn't going to be her priest doing the ceremony and, right right um, she came around though yeah she did but... yeah I think it was shock for her Mm-hmm. And it took time because she, her family's root, rooted in tradi- traditions. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. And uh, mine, my family's not as far as like those kind of things that she spoke about, like just the the traditions of right. uh, Mex- uh, Hispanic background. So, um, but there, that was a uh, something that we had to work through being mm-hmm. married early and yeah. And our in our, early in our marriage, I should say, um, and just coexisting together, living like we, you know, just had to figure out how each other, coming from two different families, it was it was rough at first, and how mm-hmm. to like understand each other and and. Well, one of the things we love about you guys <clears throat> is the balance that you strike with each other. <laughs> that sounds so nice the way you said it. <laughs> oh, it's true. It is true. Like. I don't know. If if you could if we had video right now of how we're talking, like Vanessa very very extravagant in your you know my talking. Expressions, my yes. hands. We, yeah. we literally body. have yes. placed a blanket <laughs> underneath her hands so she stops smacking the table. And Dan, as you can see, is what this balance that occurs in marriage is quite awesome. That's why they're perfect for each other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we were talking about before before we started this how how so many things we complement each other, and then sometimes we merge into the same person. It's creepy. In something, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. We some of the same spices we love or hate, which is odd. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Sometimes we say the same thing at the same time. You're like, I was thinking, and I'm like, about blah blah blah. You're like, yep. Yep. <laughs> but I think this is a great segue. It's, Ooh, it makes segues. no sense whatsoever, okay. but okay. I'm gonna make it a segue okay. into <laughs> one of the best stories that I've ever heard. Oh. A Dan Medlin story. Oh, Dan, you have oh, here we go. Here Dan, we go. this is one of the best. <laughs> is it okay saying you're you're frugal? You're, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Frugal. Frugal. But but not afraid <laughs> to have a good time at the same right. time. Like Dan is a great guy to go out with, but. There is a story of a return that occurred for a, a product, an item that they had, that has to be shared with the world. <laughs> Everybody so, listen, this is good tips. Okay. Oh, gosh. Good tips. oh my gosh. All Did the men out there. It's good nips. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Woo. Let's not. Okay, go ahead. They'll understand later after the story. That's, true. That's, true. Well, um... You help me out here because sometimes okay. I don't recall the okay. the whole timing of everything. But we were given a, yes. a breast pump. Actually, is, my I, back home girlfriends from Chicago bought me that breast pump. So this is a second generation breast pump. First generation breast pump. Okay, yeah, it's first. Yeah, that's right. First. Because yeah. I had it when I had Isaac. Oh, and then you gave it my, to them? And no, no. The, my girlfriends... Like pulled together a crap load of money on a gift card, and I bought that super oh, expensive gift, okay. um, super expensive breast pump. They, um, when we went home the summer that I was pregnant with Isaac, 
his family threw me a shower. My family threw me a shower, and then like uh, Tiana Slammons threw me a shower. I mean, just all the love, right? This is all like the, love from the hubba family. mubba of yes. all breast so, hugs. My girlfriends nice back home, yes, the for the breasts, my girlfriends pulled together and they, they really brought me this gift card and it was what I needed, oh, <laughs> for this really fancy breast pump. With Isaac, it got really minimal use because Isaac ate ferociously mm. and he really just preferred the tea. Yes, he did. <laughs> now... She's not a barn animal. Isa <laughs> girl comes along, and Isa, not so much, right? Like, she really struggled breastfeeding, and part of it was, I think, like, part of it was a little bit of tongue issue. Part of it was her tummy. She um, had, like, what do you, the regurgitation issue, like... Acid reflux? Yes. Yeah. And I did not want to medicate her, mm-hmm. being so teeny. So we, like, stuck it out because the lactation consultant said usually at, like, four months there'll be a turnaround. We made it to, I think, like, three months where she would breastfeed and then she just stopped. So mm-hmm. I had a pump. You were also house parents at the we time, We were house right? parents at the so time. That, so there's bananas, the right? Banana schedule. Right. Bananas that I am pumping every just pump meal it, pump plus... It. For Issa oh, girl, and then he would give her the bottle because I was done because I had been sitting at this. So this machine right. is working like Over six time. sessions a day of produ- pumping out my breast milk. Nice. And then one day it dies, and I'll let Dan take over. So I remember that night, and uh, yes, it wasn't the night. It was, it was a night. It was a stormy was. night. We were <laughs> off duty. It was one of our off duty weekends. We were off. It was Saturday night. It was. Oh, and the and this is the way breaks. you want to spend a Saturday night. And I remember that I, it was late. It was like close to when stores were about to be closing. Oh. So we, <laughs> you know, we've had many um, discussions or fights, if you want to call them. This is one of them. <laughs> it was about myself going to get a new breast pump. And she said, we need one because, uh, um, you know, Issa needs... Needs is it's not taken, not taken, not taken to the boobies. And so, the warranty. and yeah, and the warranty. I'll get to that. So, <laughs> um, so I, I told her, I said, I'm gonna go return this, and she said, No, you're not. You're going to buy another one. I said, Honey, they'll take it back. She said, No, they won't. You're gonna buy another one. I said, Honey, this thing's expensive. <laughs> I said, I'm gonna, just gonna go try it. And I'm, I'm yelling. Because I'm yelling. She's yelling at me. It is past its warranty. That thing was so expensive and was a gift. That's like horrible, like, universal juju. Like, yeah. we got that as a gift. We need to just buy this, buy the new one. You are not returning it. It is way past its warranty. I'm a, and he's like, get me the receipt. And I did. I had it in the file cabinet because, you know, when you have a warranty. She didn't want to, but how, finally. How, old, how long had it been since you purchased? So Isaac and Issa are 21 months apart. So it had to have been about a year and a half. No, right. it was two years. Two was it two years? years? Yeah, okay. it was two, two years. years. It was definitely over two, two years. Two years is a story so, I've been telling people for a long so time. Here's, so here's, <laughs> here's my rationale just for all you folks out there. <laughs> it says on the box... For multiple births. <laughs> it did. It did. It was. That's true. true. It did say true. that. I so, support. I support. So I was going to that store, and that was going to be my angle. I was going to, you know, talk to him about it. So 
Not realizing Now you have to tell people what you're dressed like, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew Vanessa was going to bring that up. I I probably had on... You had on shorts shorts in January. And probably a sweater that, you know, you'd work out in or something. A hoodie. A hoodie. That was filthy. Do you have an IV line? Like one of those walkers? I I look like a hobo. And he had a scully. He had a winter's cap. Because in winter, he doesn't wear pants. He wears a hat. So he had on shorts, (laughs) basketball shorts. And I'm not even kidding. He went his Crocs. 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 You were in your Crocs. Oh my gosh! Not the Crocs. So I'm going back to uh, what's the kids? It's not even open anymore. It was Babies Are Us. Babies Are Us. Town Road. Babies Are Us. Not even there anymore. Yeah. So I walk in there and I said, "Hey, can I return this?" And they said, "You got a receipt." I said, yeah, I got a receipt. <laughs> and she's like, yes. The person, little does this person know what the person uh, said, you know, okay. And they started to to uh, look into giving me a refund. And then they said, oh, this is two years old. And I said, yeah, yeah, I just want a new one. And they're like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do that. Like, this is like two years old. I said, well, what do you mean? I got the receipt here. And they're like, yeah, but did you use this? I said, yeah. <laughs> Like, I can't do that. I would be so uncomfortable already at this mm-hmm. point. I would have never walked so, in with you. Like, so bad I, wingman on my part, but I would have <laughs> been so comfortable. But you're honest, right? <laughs> I've been so uncomfortable. Like, okay, so I, I, I said to the salesperson, I said, well, you know, it says on the box here for multiple births. I, you know, I had a second kid and, you know, I, I want to get this replaced because, you know, my, my second kid needs... Uh, to be fed uh, with the, the breast pump. Yeah. Wow. So they weren't budging. So I said, get me a manager, please. So then the manager came out. And so I proceeded <laughs> to tell them the story. And I had a little bit more to convince them. I said, um, ma'am, it was a, a lady. I said, ma'am, I said, you know, I just want you guys to stand behind your product. Your product says multiple births. <laughs> and I said, you know... I don't want money for this. I'll just get something comparable that you got and just an even exchange, you know. Now, see, what they don't realize is, is I used to work retail, and, you know. They, if you get a manager, you know, pretty much they'll listen to the customer and, you know, trade it out. But this, uh, this manager was a little bit more of a tough cookie to crumble here, so I was uh, a little bit more persistent. So I added a little bit more by saying, you know, Hey, my kid's got to eat, and uh, she just she she won't take to the boob, you know. My, I said, I to said, the boob. I said, my son, you know, he didn't have no any problems, but my daughter doesn't. I said, you know, that probably is a good thing, you know, because my son hopefully will be interested in boobs. I really did. And that's why I like I think after alone. that, I like think he after, went purely alone. That's why he goes alone. That's and why I he think, goes alone. I think after no. that, uh, they were probably like, okay, this guy's crazy. Let me just get him out of here. So she finally just said, okay, sir, we'll get you another one. <laughs> and I said, thank you. I appreciate it. My daughter appreciates it. Get him off the floor. Get him out of this building. That's right. They're like, sir, are you trying to do the breast pump? <laughs> you realize. No. You're wearing shirts That's what you said. January. We don't talk about Bruno. That's right. <laughs> And we did. We got a, the brand so, new model so here, from the dealer. So here's the thing yeah. is, I came back home. Do you remember that? Well, I don't, but you do because you gloated, I'm sure. And, and, <laughs> yeah, I was already, As the, well I was already in the doghouse. I mean, she was already yelling at me mad that I was going to do this. <laughs> and I came back and I said, I said, uh, 
I said, oh, I got another one. And like acting like I had to pay for it. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> and then <laughs> Nate would have done the same. I threw the receipt by her and it said zero yeah, or something. Zero. And I did my little dance. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and that, that didn't go over. I was in the doghouse for <laughs> so a couple days. You went deeper. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Just, you I, just kept digging. I dug my hole a little deeper. That's right. <laughs> But we got a five hundred because that was Yay. it was a five hundred and fifty dollar restaurant. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, it was. It was top of the. Is it so, gold on it? No, but it was like it, it, it was really. Love. I'll tell you, we put that thing through the. I mean, it stood. But I mean, Medela stood behind their pump, and then Baby Zaras took it further by replacing it for us. But like, it was wore out when we took it. Like I'll be even though it was two years old. That had gotten its work because there were times where I wasn't with Isaac or um, I had, I'll be, this is really weird. That was, this is total sidebar, but like that's how I started drinking beer. Because when I nursed, beer was the only thing that wouldn't turn the my milk like to be undrinkable. Like wine would make it undrinkable and mm. so would, I love tequila. Tequila would make it undrinkable. So Dan got me turned on a little bit to beer, but like if we had been out and I had a margarita, I would have to come home, pump, and right. throw it away. Right. This is when I was seeing Isaac mm. or wine. So I used it, and then I would also pump to store for Isaac because he, when he was mm. going through a growth spurt, he ate way more than I could like physically produce. So I used it while I was like nursing Isaac, just not to feed him the way that we literally had to use it for Isabel. Literally, if you think about that, every day, six times a day. Wow. From the time she was like a babe, babe until it died. And she was probably, it was probably when she was five months old because it was winter. So yeah, she was born in July. So it was longer. I mean, mm-hmm. we had been working that thing to death and it was really, I mean, that was a product that was worth its money. Wow. You know, even though I didn't yeah. pay it, my girlfriends yeah. paid for it. Yeah. It was worth it, but they made an amazing pump, but you got what you paid for with them. You're going to be, that was expensive. somebody from that company is going to. Oh, Matilda! I don't know. They might. They might send you. They a might bill. want Dan to be the spokesperson. <laughs> I don't know. They're like, we don't want a precedent set here. Yeah, that's people true. Right? People will be walking to people like Dan later. Medlin will want to come in and get. We'll, we'll call them the Croc crowd. Podcast? They come in with Crocs and a Scully cap. And, <laughs> Shorts like, in winter. Hey, you say right on your box. Dress like Dan for Halloween. <laughs> It's the breast pump with, yes. yeah, with tubes rover. This is gonna take off. I can feel oh, it. And just so, and just so all of you know, I uh, we gifted that without we any. Look we didn't. A, we didn't. We did. uh, to a good friend, we didn't ask for any money, so she just had to get new lines and stuff. But uh, so you paid it forward. We did. Yes, we paid, paid the, yeah. the free breast pump forward. Yes. Yes. And it got and it got good <laughs> use it. for yes, another two births or one. Probably two births. Yeah. I know they have two daughters, but yeah. I don't know if they. I don't know if she used it for both. But I assume yeah. she did. Well, I will say, if you're returning something, Dan is the man to yes, have. That's yes, him. anybody, you know, just he have a sign shoot me a text. He, he uh, will get, if you go to I'm a not restaurant. not a guy, but you can text me. <laughs> if you go to a restaurant, for Dan 20%. will somehow talk them into reopening the kitchen yes. to, like, serve you. You should try to get a free app. And, or to make something that's not really even on the menu, yeah. right? Yeah. And, yeah. and somehow they're happy to do gift, it. Dan. They yeah. are. Oh, I that love hanging out with everybody, so go ahead. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. <clears throat> well, maybe our sponsor should have been, what is it, Medela? Medela. Medela. No, Medela is the... Medela. Oh, wait, no, that's the person. I don't exactly know if that's how you 
say it. I don't know if that company would love this story. I know that's okay. Too bad, so sad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) but the the, uh, testimonials have been pouring in about the 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 squeegee shower thing. Oh yes, we have gotten so many so many uh, Mm -hmm. praise reports about how wonderful this thing works in your shower. So um, (laughs) wow, (laughs) just wow. Yeah. Um, I was going to make this sponsor this this time as a uh, soap itself. Soap, just, just soap. 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 Okay. Yep. And here's the tagline. Use it. You got it. Oh, sorry. I cut That's you okay. Out. No, no, no. Oh. That's fine. I. It's natural. Use it. Soap for so Corona for everything. Yes. Use it. But yes. I recently we saw an article that was all about the use of of um, soap and the amount of soap that you use and we use as people today and the more ingredients that are in that soap how it's worse for your body mm-hmm. but this is an interesting article i forget the the name of the the newspaper but it talked about how we really do not need to wash our bodies every single day now there's certain areas of our bodies which you can all figure out that do need to be washed more and our hands are a different story they come in contact with bacteria all the time washing them is great but a lot of these soaps and stuff uh, have a lot of materials or um, uh, ingredients that are actually terrible, and they wash away the natural oils and all this this sort of thing. So I want to go deeper into the soap thing, not here necessarily, but um, I, I'm curious about oh, it. We can. I didn't know they, if we were all going to shower. Test different I'll soaps. show you oh, a couple I areas. Are you need just like this oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. Don't show me that area. That like, is so good. Like, <laughs> you kind of want to talk about it, but now we're not, so we don't talk about soap. No, no, no. I, I wanted to talk. <laughs> Bruno Beckett. I'm not prepared to talk about like soap and the ingredients. I know oh, that less okay, is more okay. and so on and so forth. Okay. And what is the name of the oil soap or the oil? Um, Washing you can do that actually preserves the na- the body oils or whatever. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's your like... your face is great. You have no idea what I'm talking about. We literally talked about this two days ago. I don't think no so. idea. Okay. Anyways, there's other options, but this article talked about how really besides those areas that we all know we should wash, you should just be like with water, just washing yourself off or whatever, and hair. So all of that to say, I'm mm. curious. Do do you guys shower every day uh, with whatever you're comfortable sharing here. And uh, the hair thing is even probably a bigger mm-hmm. topic for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Do you wash your hair every day? And what you see, because uh, Kate, you you don't, well, just what talk about what you, uh, how you feel about soap in your hair every day. I love it. I have oily skin. My scalp gets very oily after about a day. Yeah. And I like to wash my hair every day because I don't like that oil sitting up there. And then as the days go on, it gets more oily and it gets flat and shiny. And I think it looks gross. So I like to wash it every day. But I talked to Vanessa a few months ago and we just talked about it when she came. Literally too fast. Like, she oh. trained her hair, but she had to go through it. And I don't I don't know if I can do it. And trained another her friend, hair to, to not to be washed not as be often. not be as oily yes. because she didn't wash it as often. Did so you have now the same it produces problem? less oil. I, I'm an oily person by nature. Like I have, uh, well, I had oily skin, oily scalp. Um, it's weird. I have, um, I learned I have oily nail beds. That's why I can't do like fake nails or, um, nail stickers. What kind of nail Nail beds do you have? Stickers don't last long because my nail beds are oily and they'll peel. (laughs) But I wash my hair. I have trained my hair. I wash, and this is why. 
I have naturally, my hair is kind of like this weird, funky, mixed texture. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a lot of it, mm -hmm. and it's thick, and it's um, the bottom, literally, the bottom half of my hair is tightly, um, cur is tighter curls, mm -hmm. and the top half of my hair is wavy. Okay. Interesting. And so I was tired of the frizz because obviously, mm -hmm. yep. oily uh, people with curly hair, the frizz can be a problem. Okay. Like, did you if you ever saw the shout out to Mrs. Frizz? Um, um, from <laughs> the oh, from the school, school bus. bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, High and five so, all I fell asleep on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you were a kid, man. I know, dude. <laughs> so basically, I've trained my hair. I only wash it twice a week. Because that is the option when you have frizzy, dry, uh, curly hair tends to be drier because of the way your mm -hmm. your hair is shaped. Okay. Um. So like usually too, when I wash my hair, I rarely wash like from halfway down. Mm -hmm. So like I wash at my scalp, okay. and the rest just gets washed as the suds go through it. Yeah. I have to. Um. I do have to use conditioner like every other day, whether mm -hmm. it's washed or not. And I have an arsenal of hair product that I have to put in after the shower to keep it, um, to keep my curls optimal or to keep my hair controlled. Controlled. But I told Kate that for the longest time, I was like Kate and I would have oily scalp. And then I finally, like I was reading about it. I was like, well, I'm going to try this. They keep saying you have to be patient, uh, right? With the oil. I don't have. I'm working on so, it. So... You just how, gotta look like an oil slick for a well, while. Well, house parenting kind of lends itself because, like, like I'll just be honest, like we don't have to be perfectly coiffed, right? Right. We don't day. walk into an office. Right? So, yes. How about that? Um. So we don't have to be perfectly coiffed every day for work, right? Correct. So it was optimal job, like job position to try it. Yeah. Yeah. So I told Kate that, like, in the beginning, like literally after the first day I washed it, like day two, three, four was like sort of hellish because yeah I did have oily scalp and it did look like crap but I would just wear it in like a ponytail knot braid whatever you'd shake it out into a frying pan I mean no I would still wet my hair I would still wet my hair but not cleanse it with soap or shampoo or anything okay then I washed it so I wash every four to five days I guess in the winter probably every five because of the elements but even in the summer, this is my routine. And yes, usually by, like, I'll be honest, like by the day before I'm ready to wash it, especially if I used product, like um, like curl defining product or something, that has like a stickier residue it will mm -hmm. leave behind even if you're just washing it in water. But my scalp has totally calmed down. So like I don't get a crazy oh. oily scalp anymore. Um, it will produce some oil, but not at the degree it did when I was washing my hair like every day. It was like in hyperdrive because it was being dried yes, out. Yes, and by your the skin, because that's your skin, right? Your scalp, your face will do the same thing. So if you struggle, which was such, this was even harder for me. I tended for a long time to have acne prone skin and then my hormones weren't helping. But I was like really scared to follow the advice, which was don't overwash or change your cleanser, like stop overusing oily skin typed you know products yeah it worked hello so like i use at night i it, this still boggles my mind i have a moisturizing oil i mm -hmm. literally mm -hmm. moisturize with oil yes my skin so has I. gotten better 
That's the oil I'm talking about with the shower. Whatever yeah, I oil. don't shower with that, but I moisturize with that. it. But it's, yes. Yeah. And there is, like, fact behind that. And so, like, with Issa Girl, from the time she was a baby, she, like, struggled with eczema. Mm. So we had to use a lot of the free this, free that, free blah, blah, blah. And those were more emollient. Like, they're really thick or they're very ultra moisturizing. So like it changes your perception of what you think soap is like supposed, like right. you imagine soap is supposed to make you feel really clean, right? Yes. But then when you're using moisturizing products, it's because you're stri- like regular soap is stripping really healthy things away so that when you're using a proper healthy, like in my opinion, cleanser, you don't feel in quotes clean because mm. you're leaving those natural oils Oils. behind. Yeah. And so like having Issa has taught me a lot about that too. But yeah, like... Well, I think the article clean. mentioned being squeaky clean is not necessarily a great thing. Because your skin's drying out. Yeah, because you've removed all those natural oils. And so the squeaky clean part is... And you your body use, overcompensates. You use soap all the time everywhere, right? I mean, I, this guy won't use this soap. Like, he tries me. I use Prel, the hard stuff. It rips yes. the newts right out. And he uses, <laughs> like, whatever soap he's using on his body, he uses on his face, which, like... Oh, damn. Uh, and he doesn't moisturize. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Guys yeah, kind like, of bumble our way through I the use a body time. wash everywhere, you know. Yeah. I mean, I just use shampoo for the hair, I, but... You know, yeah. I not resent that about men. I because they as can't... they get older, okay. they tend to look better. And we're slathering all this stuff. I on. Use, we just look I haggard. Whole, like arsenal. They look stuff. great with gray hair. Mm-hmm. We just look old. Oh, but you, see, you I love my no. I love my gray hair. That's a whole I other. I wish it would just too. make its mind up because they are just sticking up out of my head, waving at people right now. Mm-hmm. Like they will not grow long enough to lie down. They're a different texture, and <laughs> they I'm like are just either all texture. be gray or none. Like May the record the note that Dan and I are just sitting quietly during this time. Yeah. Yes. So you don't even wash your face at night either. I don't. No. I don't, I don't either. Why, why would I? I? I have no reason to. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. You never, ever break out. Take a shower. <laughs> Apparently, maybe you should as well. I should be a man? <laughs> She's really, like, vigilant with Isaac, and I said, honey, just let him be. Like, why are you putting all this stuff well, on Well, he's him? getting acne. Yeah. But I'm like, just let yeah. him. The testosterone's getting Trinity's getting it as well. But I told her to wash it twice a day. Yeah, And then we started applying acne product, and it's cleared up. But she wasn't washing twice a day. So I'm like, but... Come on. So as we always uh, encourage people to interact, tell us what your shower routine maybe is or how often you're washing your hair because Kate is yet to jump off on I this. tried. And my friend Melinda, but, who's also going to be on the podcast, she told me she did the same thing Vanessa did. Mm-hmm. So I tried it for a few days. And yeah, then you, you, you didn't stick like with it. I caved. You got to try like a month. A month. Uh, a month is what you got. Another challenge. So it's like a fast. A fast it is. From, uh, from, yes. It's like a hardcore. You have to like really, even when you don't want to, you just... Oh my gosh, I, all I Stick want to do it. is Stick wash my hair. That's these right. Days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wear yeah. A I tell you what, hat. I, I also won't do it with you. Wow. <laughs> Solidarity. Thanks. You with your shaved head. <laughs> He's got uh, some growth. The support is palpable. <laughs> I will say, uh, Trinity and Sydney are at school today, obviously, um, as all of our kids are. But Sydney had a, a pretty cool idea come up uh, that she just created in her own mind at school, which we, we uh, um, sponsor a Compassion International Child, which is one of these, if you don't know Compassion International, it's a Christian-based company, but they, uh, they sponsor kids in, in less fortunate situations over the, uh, overseas usually, and uh, ones who are really struggling just to make, not to, to get by with, mm-hmm. with the basics and stuff. Anyways, the girl's name is Mauricio, mm-hmm. and uh, am I even coming close to saying that correctly? I would have to see the you spelling. You would have to see the spelling. 
<laughs> we had to work on it for a while, honestly. But we that's tried. That's okay. You're trying. Yeah, that's, that's what's right. important. Yes. You're making an effort. That's right. We sent her all of the Encanto stuff. We sent her, we like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? We know you didn't because you didn't like it. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> Mauricio's like, I actually prefer gangster rap, please. Oh, <laughs> wow. Anyways, uh, she's from Guatemala. And so uh, we went to a band called King and Country Concert uh, with her daughter Trinity, and she was so moved by their kind of um, call to arms, if you will, to, to sponsor kids that she's like, she pulled on the side of my, my sleeve and was like, Dad, I, I really wanted to do that. Mm. And she, when they were talking about it, they were talking about teaming up with other people and it would be about $13 a month and so on and so forth. But she missed that and thought it was just $13 a month total. And she's like, I want to do it. And so we went out into the, the Narthex or whatever, the, the, out, the you know, out of the arena area where they had all the stands and stuff. And she signed up. But with the guy's like, okay, that'll be like this much per month for the first month and this and that. And, you know, I got another tug on the side of my sleeve, which was like 35 or something like that. And she's like, I don't have that kind of money. Oh, and we <laughs> said, get a job. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, you're going to work for it, kid. Anyways, I was like, babe, I'm so happy that you're doing this. I'm so happy that you were moved by with compassion for these kids, that you want to help out. And so we'll help you. We'll come together. And so her and Sid have done some things mm, to try that. to come up with money for their part of the the burden of supporting this kid, which we want them to struggle through that that part of it. Like, mm-hmm. we don't yes. want to come to their rescue Amen. and yes. say, mm-hmm. like, yes. hey, we're just going to do it, and then they forget about it in their American lives, and this kid's over there, and we're like, yeah, great. So they have been writing her and stuff. But anyways, uh, Sydney, I don't know how it came about. She just got the idea to have a bake sale at her little school. With some friends. <laughs> With some friends. And she mm-hmm. started telling them, and they got excited. And so like five or six friends have baked goods. They, I know. And, and she was telling me about this. And I went to the print, or I, I said to her, I was like, uh, Sid, you know, you're going to have to ask the school about it. You're going to have to ask Mr. Edder, who's the, the principal. And she's like, I already did. <gasps> Oh. He's gonna print up uh, pamphlets. I'm like, look at her. You already have pamphlets. Oh yeah, we can use the printer. Oh. Like, so she just went for it, and I was I was so happy to hear that. And so today they have their their oh, bake sale yay. for Mauriciello. Yeah. I love and, it. Yeah, and they also have a friend of theirs who is struggling with depression, and they wanted oh. to make it about her too. But this mm-hmm. um, that friend would be very private about that. I was like, let's let's just. <laughs> and so they created a prayer jar that people could just say oh, prayers for other gosh. people. They were gonna charge for that. I'm like, uh, maybe we no, shouldn't charge yeah. for the prayers. <laughs> 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 prayers are free. <laughs> but it was encouraging. Yeah, exactly. Five dollars per prayer. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I also well, want to add, though, because I told you, well, it was the other day, and then they followed up today, but I posted it on my Instagram account with Sydney and her picture of her little yes. chocolate chip cookies, and compa- I hashtagged Compassion International, and Kay from Compassion International reached out, and she said, "We hi, Kay, we wanted to reach out to you regarding the most recent post you made about Sydney baking cookies to help raise funds for your compassion, kiddo. Would you mind if we shared your post and Sydney's story? Oh, I so know. fun. I love it. I love it. And so I said, absolutely, she'd love it. And I texted Sydney today to see if she could send me pictures, but she hasn't responded because she's probably not looking at her phone. Good job, Sydney. And, <laughs> and we use downtime and app limits on our iPhones yep. to yes. limit their, anyways. So they're going to share her story. So I'm oh, so Oh, that proud. is so cool. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yes. We're excited. And what a little like go getter man! She was thinking ahead and went to that. Well, that's a thing. like how yes. confident. Yes, that's one thing I was about not Sid. She's just like, no. nope, I already asked him. No, 
And uh, I was like, well, you should ask him also if you can do an announcement. And she's like, already done. We're, we're already going to have an announcement. Cool. I'm like, okay, great. You, you don't need me anymore. So, if you could run for president. Like, fly, <laughs> fly. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Anyways. <laughs> we always have called her nickname is All In, though. She Aww. just she thinks of it, she, boom, oh, goes for it. Oh, my gosh. We've got to tell the other story with what? Sydney since we're talking about her oh. namesake here. Oh, all right. Well, not her namesake, but we were vacationing with Dan and Vanessa in <laughs> New Hampshire. Such good friends. <sighs> this is... This has to be told. This is and a horrible story. We Wait, went to, it was like a condo. Oh. We Airbnb'd this place. It was a condo type place. So they had like, uh, like you know, the, the common pool or whatever to the go to. The common pool. The common pool. <laughs> the yes. The elites were in a different pool. It was not made out of what the breast pump was. <laughs> <laughs> not gold lines. See, I'm hoping that the listeners will make <laughs> breast pumps a part of all of their jokes. Wow. <laughs> so good. <clears throat> Especially if you know Dan. And everyone should. Anyways, so we are we were in the pool and we moved to the hot tub area, which is like in a different room. Mm-hmm. Well, the kids had at some point seen a the hot and water a hot and cold water cooler to, that you can get tea in. This it should and be that. noted, Vanessa and I were not there. That's Absolutely. right. You guys yeah. were. They we were there. back at Where the we? place. We were back at the place. At I think some point, food or just we were out. jumping oh, into yeah. cold oh snow at one point and the then heat. getting back into the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forget. We, we just said that we'd take the kids so they could have a little time to themselves that's right so that's we right all, we, it was our turn to make kids. dinner and you yes. guys were with yeah, yeah. you guys were back I at the condo the making some delicious dinner like from um national lampoon's vacation <laughs> you Remember? had the what the beats like i roast i forgot about them and they like turned into ash <laughs> <laughs> when you cut into it sorry i don't remember that oh that's too bad <laughs> well, someone just beeped at us. Hello. Hello. We don't know yeah. who you are. Good day, sir. <laughs> Anyways. Right, back to the story. <laughs> yes. So Dan and I moved to the hot tub. We're just chilling out, having a good time. And Sydney got some water from the water cooler and decided to trick Daddy by dumping this water on me. Well, she had gotten the hot water. I had. Well, I had seen her creeping up, and I thought it was cold water. Yeah. So. And I think so the story is she thought it was also going to be cold I don't know. Yeah, I think as kids, they don't... Actually, they weren't processing through that. Yeah, she was probably seven years old. They were so little. Yeah, they were little. Yeah. And so she took this cup of water and got Daddy. I was just sitting on the side when Dan and I were talking, and she dumped it on my shoulder, and it was scorching hot water. It was boiling water. It literally blistered immediately. (laughs) And Nate was reacting where I thought he was overreacting, like just playing along with it. (laughs) Until I saw skin coming off of his shoulder, that's how hot this water was. Like it was healing immediately. Oh, it was hot. Yeah, it was horrible. And she did not get like the first hour or two. She's like, "What's the big deal?" We're like, "You burnt me." You I think I almost your cried father. when you came back. I was like, oh my God, what happened to you? Yeah, well, I went and, and then jumped, jumped into in the, the, pool. the cold pool. Yes. And <sighs> as long as I was under the water, I was okay. But as soon as I came out, and the the poor lady who came out, she was like, uh, we have to do an incident report on this. Please don't sue us. She's like, uh, I'm like, my daughter did this to me. You guys have no, <laughs> no responsibility. I'm leaving her here. <laughs> do you guys have leashes for kids? <laughs> We should have heated your warning. Anyways, 
So we went back to the to have delicious dinner, I'm sure, and oh, apparently not so delicious beets. <laughs> yeah, my beets were bogus. <laughs> beets were bogus. Oh, I call the band name. Beets are bogus. <laughs> right down. Yeah, that that was a funny story. I, my my shoulder did heal, but we we laughed about it for. Mm. And I had to get stern with Sid. I was like, "Do you understand what you did to much?" Because even that evening, she was like cavalier about it. Get over it, man. You were in pain for. Oh yeah. Yeah, so we made her do dishes for like the rest of the trip, okay. right? <laughs> so, made her made her get all of our beers that we wanted. <laughs> Give right. me another beer. That's right. That is also the 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 same trip where uh, uh, roll it up and take it happened. Oh, yes. right. Right. Yes. Yes. you have to it. tell the roll it up and take it story because she was riding with us. The other adorable Godfrey child. Yeah, the kids did a switcheroo. So Trin was with Isaac in our car and. Mm-hmm. Issa and Sid were in the other car, and uh, I uh, <laughs> may have had one of those bad beats and let one rip, <laughs> and uh, my kids were all upset. Got the uh, aroma of it, and uh, it's like I grass and yeah, burnt right. pine needles. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. It was like garbage. <laughs> yeah. And Isaac, Isaac was wanting to roll down the window. Yeah, and. Uh, Trin just out of nowhere said, "No, guys, let's roll it up and take it." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, Trin, I'm gonna turn the heat up too." <laughs> so, the rest of the uh, well, that was at the beginning of the trip. So the trip that was the That's oh, that was any anybody got hurt or something, you but we, roll it up and take we it. We had walkie talkies, didn't we? Between yeah. our yeah our vehicles, and uh, That's right. I just remember Dan laughing, like cracking up. He's like, "I can't believe your daughter just told me like we're gonna roll it up and we're take it." Roll it up and take it. <laughs> that was kind of the theme of the rest yep. of the. Yeah. If any of the kids were complaining about something, we just say, "Roll it up and take it." <laughs> yeah. If Sydney told me that whenever she burnt my shoulder, I'm pretty sure I wasn't happy. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I uh, I haven't. Seen you upset, but that time I could tell you were upset because you were in pain when yeah. you, uh, you got scarred. Yes, I, that was the second time I've been burnt seriously, and uh, yeah. that's for another time. But well, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks it's been a blast. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can have you back sometime. And it's just such a blast being with you. And hopefully this comes across as the fun that it is hanging out with you. Yes. To our listeners. Your so. dance car will be so full. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I do want to give a shout out, a, a special shout out to one of our most dedicated listeners, I think, is Jesse. Um, I have a brother named Jesse. It's not Jesse. I'm not sure if he's listened to a single episode. But wow. our friend Jesse, um, and I'm not going to say his last name because I'm not sure if he's okay with that. But you I'll just, just like say. his address. No, I'll just say <laughs> it rhymes with McBookus. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, Jesse, shout out to you. Thank you for listening to every single episode that we have put out and that Kate has put out. That means the world to us. Uh, and his wife. Yes. Jen. That's right. That's right. Which yes. Oh. Go ahead. Yes. Jesse's girl. Yes. Are you going to sing it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She's okay. probably heard that joke too many times. Well, it's not enough. Wow. Never enough. <laughs> and also, we want to give a shout out to John Chow, who's just been an awesome mentor and friend to this podcast, to you, Kate, and to us, just give, guiding us and helping us along and giving us great feedback. So, shout out to you, John. Thank you so much for all you're doing. And blessings to the Medlands and. 
the kiddos who are out doing a bake sale right now. And yes. happy yes. weekend to all of us. Yes. We're off for a weekend. Yes, happy weekend. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. A huge win. <laughs> That's right. All right. Be well, everybody. Take care. We love you. Bye.